Hello and welcome to the Buckle Bomb Show Clash at the Castle preview. I'm here with Tony, my broadcast partner on the Buckle Bomb Show. It releases every Sunday. And we're here to talk about and discuss Clash at the Castle, the card. Go through each match, uh, do a little uh, prediction game, see uh, what we might get right, what we might get wrong. Uh, Clash at the Castle, of course, is tomorrow night, or Saturday night, depending on when you're watching us, Saturday night. And uh, we'll just jump right into this. Uh, we'll go ahead and start. Let me throw this up here. We'll just go ahead and start. We got our Clash at the Castle preview here. Um, the first match that we're going to talk about, and I got this in order of how they were listed on WWE.com, is uh, Edge and Rey Mysterio versus The Judgment Day. Uh, this is an intriguing matchup. I think uh, the most intriguing part of this matchup is the uh, what may or may not happen with Dominic Mysterio. What do you see happening here? You know, you and me, I think we're on the same page with this one. I think this is, I know I've been saying this for a while now, but I think we're actually going to see Dominic turn on Ray at this event. Uh, not necessarily joining the Judgment Day. I'm still firm that he's not going to join Judgment Day unless he's looking for death by Snoo Snoo, uh, Rhea Ripley. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. I don't, they've been teasing it so much and they were really really kind of hit the nail on the head I think on uh, Raw this week with uh, with you know hey I thought I thought it was I was a part of this I thought it was a part of it was we're keeping it within the family you know with them teaming with Ray teaming with Edge instead of him so they're obviously playing that up a little bit who knows who knows what could happen it's definitely intriguing right there all right, we'll move on to the next match here. So, uh, do you, you see, uh, before we go to the me- next match, your prediction is Dominic turns and Judgment Day wins? Yeah, it's it seems only right for happens on Judgment Day in a solo match against Finn Balor. All right. I will say, you know what, I'll say the same thing. I think Judgment Day... I'll go with what what is obvious here, and it'll probably end up not being true. We'll both be wrong. But Dominic will turn, and uh, we'll see Judgment Day go over because of it. All right. Next match is the IC title match that we are both incredibly excited for. This should be a very hard-hitting match between Gunther and Sheamus. Uh, Very excited for this one, but I think uh, Gunther, they will keep their high on him. Sheamus as the former world champion. Uh, you know, he can survive a loss here and still be still be pretty high up and not, not hurt him. Gunther uh, needs this win. I think he'll get this win and he'll continue on as IC title champion. Yeah. Anybody who's a longtime fan of the show knows how I personally feel about the IC title. So the fact that this match is on the main card of this event has me super hyped. I personally think that this is going to be one of those slobber knocker, knockdown, drag out brawls, uh, just like classic old school Harding wrestling. I think Gunther wins. I think this is a passing of the guard, if you will, match. Yeah. Uh, because we all know Sheamus has endeavors outside of WWE. So maybe we start seeing Sheamus less and less on television. 
All right. So far, we're all in agreement here on the first two matches. The third match we can talk about is a doozy here. A nice grudge match between Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle. Yes, he is Matt once again on WWE TV. Uh, what do you see happening here? This is, an, this is a very intriguing one. So I have to say this, man. Uh, one thing we talk about in the main show a lot that we're sort of in disagreement with is the amount of swearing that's in wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. If you wanted to perfectly put cussing wrestling promos, I think the promo Monday night between Seth and Matt was a master class. Shocking. You didn't see a whole lot of it throughout the show. But Seth is so good at drawing heat that every one of his matches deserve to be contested in a Hell in a Cell. How does Seth win this match after the things that he said that just so low down and as a father hit me in the feels, you got to see Matt Riddle going over. You know, I would hope you got to see Matt Riddle going over the baby face here, certainly. On the other hand, Rollins has lost a few times in a row at pay-per-views here this year. Uh, of course, we all know the, the three down to Cody Rhodes. It's He might need one here. And if they want to continue this going, it might not be a bad idea to keep, uh, Seth, keep some heat on Seth Rollins. He's already got monster heat on this. And maybe, maybe keep him hot and they can keep that going into Survivor Series or something like that for another uh, big match later on. So I'm going to go Seth Rollins here. Interestingly enough, yeah, I I think this match ends in a no DQ. Or in- you think it's going to be something like where Riddle's just so pissed off that he can't help himself and he uses a weapon, or he just can't stop himself from going after Seth Rollins in some way that'll get him disqualified or end in a no contest or something like that. That that might. That's that's Either a good way to go forward. Three options. One being count out. They knock each other out cold. They can't answer the ten count to get back in the ring. Two, Matt Riddle so enraged that he gets himself disqualified. Or number three, and I think this is something we'd all like to see just because it's a big return. Randy Orton fucks Riddle out of this match. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I got to wonder here. I, I, I don't think there's going to be interference, I, but I, I like the idea that Seth Rollins wins perhaps by DQ with... Huh, and yeah, here we go. That Seth Rollins wins by DQ in some form or fashion because Matt Riddle can't control himself, right? Guess what the next pay-per-view is? Extreme Rules. So then you can set up a gimmick match, a no DQ match, oh. or extreme rules match, where so that could be perfect going right into that. And then you've got Survivor Series after Extreme Rules. But yeah, October eighth, we've got Extreme Rules coming up. So that I could see this uh, being furthered until that Riddle can't control himself. He's so hot. He's got 
uh, you know, he's got so much, uh, he's so hot on Seth Rollins that he just can't control himself. And, and it's in some sort of DQ or no contest where we have to have a no DQ match of some sort or extreme rules match for the next show. All right. Moving on, we have the, uh, I almost wanted to call this a trios match. But it's a three-person tag team match, or six-man tag team match, excuse me, with uh, Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Bliss and Asuka against Bailey, Io Sky, and Dakota Kai. I am, it's well documented on uh, the Buckle Bomb show how I feel about Bailey, Sky, and Kai. I love them, and I think they need to continue to go over here. They got one up on them on the Go Home show. I think that also points to the fact that they will, will be going over here. Uh, and I think they'll be going over fairly clean. And maybe they'll cheat or something. It doesn't matter, really. But they'll, they'll be going over here and keeping or getting their heat back from Monday Night Raw and having that going <laughs> forward. I mean, because I don't know. This is honestly one of the ones I don't know. You and me, we're talking about how high we are on them, how this group needs to be protect going in to clash at the castle and here we are with them not, not having any gold i think they're gonna win but i think it's gonna be because of some fucking yeah either way i mean that that would almost be better you know let them get that much more heat you know bianca belair almost had the pinning victory on dakota kai but in comes bailey with some sort of cheating method and oh now they've now they've gone over. All right, moving on. We've got a WWE SmackDown Women's Championship match. Liv Morgan will be defending against Shayna Baszler. What do you see happening here? I hate to say this because you knew how happy I was when Liv won the Women's Championship. Unfortunately, it hasn't lived up to its full potential, I don't think. At the same time, I can't see Shayna going over, but Shayna's a Triple H girl. Holy shit. She is? Is it time to pull the trigger now at Clash at the Castle? I don't know. I certainly think she's been underutilized in the past. Um, but... Maybe the way to put to get this title reign for Liv, which I don't think has been terrible, but you're right, it hasn't been stellar either. Uh, maybe one of the ways to get it over the top is to put her over the badass Shayna Baszler. Yeah, see, this is where I'm conflicted, because if you pull the trigger on this, that is the exclamation point on this is now the Triple H era. You had somebody... Triple H handpicked in NXT to be the dominant female on the roster, their top star. At the same time, Baszler versus Ronda Rousey at some point. Uh, that's going to be a banger of a match. However, there's still that rivalry line that needs to be resolved, which maybe could be a resolution in a number one contenders match going into a pay per view. 
I'll go Liv. I, I think because they haven't finished telling the Rhonda Liv story yet, and this is kind of a part of that. You know, Rhonda's a badass, and she Liv was the underdog, even as champion going into that match. And then, well, Liv tapped out just a second before the hand went down to three. So, you know, that that's probably part of why this title reign doesn't feel complete. Because technically she maybe should have lost that match. So, you know, I, I think you put her over here more decisively against Shayna, badass in her own right. And then you can better set up a rematch with... Ronda Rousey further down the line, probably at Survivor Series in a couple of months. All right. We will move on to the next match here. The WWE Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns defends against Drew McIntyre. This is the big one. What do you see happening here? So, I can say in all honesty, this feud between... Andrew, I could care less about because you want to know what's more intriguing to me that involves this match than anything. It's the Sami Zayn bloodline story that they are playing and his involvement with Roman and everything like that. I I don't see Roman dropping the title despite the fact that this is a UK show. I know it's being reported that his time is near to drop it. He just hit that two-year mark a few days ago. I, I can't see him dropping it. There right there now. were reports slash rumors out there that they were actually discussing Drew McIntyre winning it here. Um, so it, it really is kind of a gimme. I could see it going either way. Certainly Drew, I, I, Drew deserves a big title win with fans. He was kind of robbed of that with the pandemic after uh, winning the Royal Rumble in 2020 and then suddenly WrestleMania 36 was at the Performance Center. So it'd be nice for him to get that big win for him. That being said, I don't think the time is right for Roman Reigns to lose here, but, I mean, who knows? Right now, Roman Reigns is kind of the the final boss in the video game that no one can beat. And I kind of want him to stay that way until a WrestleMania. But then again, if it's going to be the rock at WrestleMania, you know, that match doesn't need the championship. So is this where you make him drop? It doesn't. You know, is is this where you drop it? Who knows? But you could definitely see this going either way. I'm going to lean towards, the belts will stay with Roman. Doesn't need that WrestleMania if it is The Rock. If it is The Rock, yeah. What big this if it is Rock? But what bigger publicity could this new young regime of WWE benefit from more than putting your championship on the biggest movie star in the world? Is that the wrong move for so many reasons? Absolutely. Could I see it happening? Does the name David Arquette ring a bell? <laughs> yeah, well, the Rock is not David Arquette, but and the Rock did get the title from CM Punk in 2013, but yes, um, but he wasn't the Rock of 2022. Well, no, and it's 
I don't think there's any plans to put the title on Rock at, at, in any sort. I don't think that's even something that's come up. But he had his one big run in 2013 from Royal Rumble to uh, where he had the, the match, the two matches against Punk, and then going into uh, the match against Cena at WrestleMania. I think that's that's not even an option. If he comes back, it'll just be for the one match. He's, he's too busy a guy. There's no way he'll be able to... And you never know. Is he going to be available? You know, I'm sure the WWE still doesn't know if he's going to be available for WrestleMania or not. So... I'm sure Warner Brothers says no. <laughs> I won't put money on that. Well, maybe. No, I, I swear to God. I swear to God. He is their big face right now in the DC Cinematic Universe. Their number one star in it. You know it's owned by Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers also has to say with AEW that there's not a shot in hell that the Rock it, is at WrestleMania. Yeah, but they're all different companies. It's all, yeah, Warner Brothers Discovery, but it's that's DC. This is TNT TBS that has a working relationship with AEW. It's not like they own AEW. It, it's all very different stuff. And at the same time, more eyeballs on wrestling is good for AEW too, no matter what company it is. So I don't know that they'll be like, oh, no, you can't do that. First off, good luck telling that to The Rock. If he wants to be at WrestleMania, he'll be at WrestleMania. And you're not going to tell him no. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think that'll have anything to do with it. All right, anything else you want to talk about for this card? Uh, Yeah, no, I've just... With the injury bug in professional wrestling right now, and so many questions with this card, it makes you want to ask the what-ifs of Clash at the Castle. What would have Cody's role been? Would we be seeing this awesome Matt versus Seth storyline right now if it wasn't for Cody being injured? Where does any of this fall in line with what could have been? So I think that's a awesome, like, you know, down the line, like, what could have been? But I hope for this card... More stoked for this card than I thought I would have been. Yeah. Clash at the Castle, you know, it sounds like a throwaway premium live event, kind of like Roadblock or whatever. So, uh, yeah, good on WWE for building the suspense and bringing the fan back out of a lot of people. Yeah, we got a we got an excellent weekend of wrestling, unfortunately, because this pay-per-view is earlier in the day because it's over in Wales. It's at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I'll be working for it. So no live stream on Saturday, unfortunately, for us. I'll have to work my day job. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It'll be it'll be on my computer. I'll be watching it as I'm working for sure. All right. That'll do it for the Clash at the Castle preview and predictions. Uh, check back later today. We'll have our AEW All Out predictions. Until then, we'll see you later. The preceding announcement has been paid for by Bomb Media Production.